are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one, the one, the one, the Um, so I am, I was this close to cutting my hair off earlier. Like bald? I, I was, I was cutting my hair and I just had the urge to, um, I had to catch myself cause I was like, and I was like, Ooh, you want to go back? And I was like, no, no, that's a rash decision. That is a rash decision. That's what happened but to every me. Every day I be wanting to cut my hair because I am tired of doing it. That's me. I got so tired of fucking dying my shit. And I was just like, I literally was having like a mental breakdown. And like, I was like, I was sitting there like, literally like, you know, you're lining your shit up. And I was just like, like suddenly it was just like, oh, fuck it. And then, and then I was like, you know what? You've gone this far. You cannot turn back now. And I've been yeah. bald since. So I was just like, fuck it. That's what's gonna happen um, one day. You're gonna be like, you're gonna have a fucking moment. And just be like. The thing is, I've done that multiple times. Like, I'll grow my hair out, and then one day I'm like, nope, done with it. And then it's just like, but this is the longest I've had my hair probably since I was in high school. So, I actually used to have hair when I was a baby. My mom used to keep uh, my braids that were cut out of my head um, uh-huh. in a purse. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. what did she do with them? Just like, just have it. Just kept him. That's real. I of everything. My hair was not supposed to be cut, so I think she had an attachment to it. My dad did it without uh, consulting her. Oh, one. It was one of those situations. Yeah. Oh, I was I guess say, he I, didn't want his son looking like a girl, or whatever. Like, the fuck like, a, like the faggot he is. <laughs> I just like I don't like I don't take your mom as one of those moms that would do that. So that is the most peculiar thing I think I've ever heard about Miss G. Like ever, really? Yes, I would not expect her to be like have like a sentimental thing in her purse. Like I don't know. Oh no, she's she was very sentimental. <laughs> I love that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I am drinking Cabernet, and Cabernet just always gives me that good. I don't want to hear no shit from the wine drinkers who like, oh, you're drinking out of the wrong glass and you're drinking it with a straw and you're drinking it cold. I don't give a shit. But I do like a Cabernet. Cabernet makes me feel like an adult. I just, yeah, I like the way it sounds. Um, and it gets me there great. It's a good ride up. It's a quick ride up, but it's a smooth ride up. It's like a roller coaster that goes up, but it doesn't drop you until you sober up. But yeah, I just wanted to, I'm drinking tonight. Tequila, woo! It's Cinco de Mayo, if you're listening to this on Friday, May 5th. Hello. I am 100% Mexican tomorrow. Me too. Um, I need to find do something they, do, to do. Do Mexicans get offended about that? Like, Because like if like if somebody was like, Juneteenth. I'm Rosa Parks tomorrow because it's Black History Month. Like, I wonder. Can you imagine <laughs> that outrage if a Hispanic person on Juneteenth was like, I'm going to be Rosa Parks tomorrow, baby. I ain't moving for shit. <laughs> I'm like, calm down, bitch. Calm down, Selena. I would Selena. prefer that over, like, the opposite, but I don't know. I wonder if that would be weird to them. I don't know. I don't, I don't know too many. Like, I don't know too many Hispanic people, to be honest. Most, most, the Hispanic people I know, like, most Hispanics are, like, just, like, welcoming. They're, like, they, like, it's kind of like black people, like, 
we don't really want white people at the party, but if they gonna be there, we gonna have fun with them while they're there. You know Mexi- what I'm saying? Hispanic people know how to party too. They 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 gets down with the get the get down. They drink like fish out of water. They fucking they black out. They they and it's like they share their alcohol really freely. Like they like they just pour it. Like they just pour it. I'm just like, wow! I didn't even need to bring my own bottle because you're supporting me. Latino people are very like giving. Just like in my experience. Yeah. Like, and they got big fat dicks. All the guys' dicks are like are like 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 cans. It's like it's like they have fat dicks and they're usually uncut too. That's my favorite. <laughs> so that's, I'm celebrating Cinco de Mayo for and your uncut the, dicks. For all the uh uncut Hispanic kings. It's a lot of them. Like I nearly like whenever I like talk to a Hispanic guy now, that's usually the first thing I always wonder. Like, are you I wonder you're, you're circumcised and it's like i don't want to ask i usually like to to build to that point of them just showing me are you uncut show me let me see proof for it's not real right oh my god so i was reading something the other day and then um it was like something like back in the day people would be like oh you suck dick and they'll make fun of you for sucking dick now bitches be like yeah i suck that dick yeah i suck it good too like sucking dick um, back in it, the day was like a speaking of sucking dick real quick we can just do this real quick um oral sex is now the leading risk factor for throat cancer yeah i'm out of here um uh this this uh article says hpv is a sexually transmitted disease for oropharyngeal cancer which is i guess cancer of the throat um and i don't know if i pronounced that right don't say anything to me the main risk factor is the number of lifetime sexual partners, especially oral sex. Those with six or more lifetime oral sex partners are 8.5 <laughs> times more likely to develop yeah. oropharyngeal cancer than those who do not practice oral sex. Um, so basically, all of us are fucking screwed. Mostly you, though, because yeah. I'm not the throat goat in this situation. I don't do much of that. Every so time I'm good. Every time I was like on Twitter and I saw this article, someone was like, uh oh, uh oh. I'm like, y'all are probably suck fire about like 30 dicks max. I'm out of here. Like, 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 eight point, like, those with six or more lifetime oral sex partners. And that's most people. So, yeah. Bitch. <laughs> well, I, well, that's probably most people. Yeah, that is. I I'm like, suck a little dick here and there. I'm like, like an old I thought you had fell off your seat. I'm like, oh, that Cabernet, whatever yeah, the fuck you drink. Yeah, my fucking camera is falling out of its seat. I keep on falling. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm dead. So, and throat cancer. My um, my granddad actually died of throat cancer. Well, it was from cigarettes. So, I'm like, I have that on top of the fact that I'm like in the... I'm an overachiever when it comes to sucking dick. I'm out of here. Like, like, <laughs> make sure y'all remember Buffalo Wild Wings at the funeral. Make sure y'all remember I want my casket to float up to the sky while Diamonds is playing. Rihanna comes up from the floor with her microphone. And everyone's just like... That's cute. Yeah, I know, right? And then I want my casket to kind of like spin a little bit with laser show. I want a laser show coming out the bottom. And smoke. I want smoke to rise up too. I want it to be like really theatrical. Tickets start at $25. $50 and you get a memorial t-shirt. So it's all worth it. I have it planned out. I would like a fun funeral, but I also want people to crying. So let's do the crying first. Yeah. Let's schedule that for about an hour. And then the next hour, everybody just like 
Turn up. Give good stories. You know, we play a little music. Um, and then the repast is going to be lit. Um, and then there's not going to be a burial because burn me up. There's no point. Just get rid of me. Oh, I just, I just, I, I, ooh, I just want like, if I go, if you go before me, I'm just going to have like your, like your ashes somewhere, like right here beside my um, microphone for the podcast. Mm, I don't know. Just turn me into a tree. I don't want to be hostage anywhere. Oh, girl. Now you're, you're dead, bitch. You ain't got no more say. You cannot tell us what to do I anymore. I would like to be in one of those. Um, okay, you're going to be a tree. I would like to be in one of those um, biodegradable caskets. I feel like that's really great for the earth. Okay. They're very expensive. Well, we ain't doing that so, for yeah. you, child. We gonna, we gonna... So the casket decomposes with the body. That way, it won't be no scandals of cemeteries overselling plots and they be re-digging up people and throwing their bodies in one pile and selling more graves. That happened a while ago in Chicago and I know it's not the only place it's ever happened. It so happened a lot of time at Oak. Well, I won't say the fucking... Um, I, won't, I think I, it was Oakwood, right? I wasn't going to I wasn't going to name drop them. But yeah, that's what Well, it's the truth. Yeah, it they, was in the news. Yeah, it, it was in the news. Yeah, it was in the news. And fucking this news right here about getting throat cancer is troubling me. I don't want I don't I I I feel like sucking dick is the most fun thing I do. Like I really enjoy sucking dick. I really enjoy just like the art of it all. I really enjoy the the um the um yeah, I just enjoy sucking dick. And I don't want to die from it. But they say all good things kill you, so. Okay. So where's the bad things that don't kill you? I don't know. Well, welcome to the show, and we will find out. This is the Boys Next Door Podcast, reporting to you live from... Istanbul. I don't know. Oh. From the Boys Network. I don't like that Twitter updated my location to Earth. That that is bothering me so fucking bad. I like that it said I was from like I was in Las Vegas or in Nevada, so that when people from that that area saw me tweeting, they're like, "Oh, he's from my area. Let me slide in his DMs or some shit like that." Now it's like Earth. You know how many people on Earth, bitch? What makes me special at that point? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gazillion. That's of kind us. of the point. No, Nobody I, on Earth is special. I am special, bitch. Get over it. We're all nothing. In no, the I, scheme of I am something. You know what Do you I, know that there are like other universes compacted oh yeah. on top of ours? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You're not alone, and you're not special. You think that bitch in Earth number five hundred and forty-two is think she's special? She yeah, not she do. either. You can't tell me that. If I found her Twitter, I bet that bitch on on Earth five hundred seventy-two is probably tweeting, "I'm that bitch." You can't tell her otherwise. Xenon is. What do they do over there? I really want to travel. Can you imagine? I I think we find out after we die. Yeah, after we die. That's probably that's probably where we go. I've been thinking about that a lot lately too. It's like, like it's crazy to think about the fact that we're literally living to die. Like, like at any moment you could die, and you don't have any idea of what happens after that moment happens. And that's the crazy part. So that's scary. Down the dick. I think. I think. A few things about death, but one of the things I do think is like I think we find out the truth when we die, and I think we are reassigned, and then we are our memories erased. I feel like everybody is 
it just helps me sleep at night to think that I'm going to, I'm like, it's not going to be the end, even though I have no proof of that and nobody's ever going to have proof of that. So it really doesn't fucking matter. But if I'm going to be here, I might as well be delusional. So I might as well just think of something great instead of something horrible. You know? Yeah. So me being special on earth number, I guess, I don't know. what. Can you, I wonder what number of earth this is. And like, and like comparison. I think to, this earth actually has a number. There are other, wow. what they call earths, but I don't, I don't quote me on that, but this yeah. earth has a number and there are other num- earths. That's crazy to think about. Like, what if this Earth was like a mistake, and it was, and and the creator was just like, well, I, I, I this, this is time. definitely experiment Earth. Definitely experiment Earth, because bitches running around with guns in Atlanta, hiding on fucking rooftops. Um, that's intense. That's crazy. But you know what? We've come so far as a civilization, like as a human race, like technology just continues to improve and improve and improve. And so I always think about how like back in the beginning times, like at the, you know, the beginning of the human race, like I know nobody ever thought like what is happening today would happen today. They never even had a concept of it. There's going to be some shit that we don't even have a concept of right now that's going to exist 2,000 years from now and yeah. I just think that is fucking insane it's amazing though but that's how life works like we like we legit are just living like we're living to just literally die and then like like in the midst of all this living you kind of just have to like find your own way and you kind of just have to find like you're a judge and I feel like a lot of times we spend so much time trying to like like I feel I feel like that's kind of why like I won't say I'm over social media I don't take social media serious because it's just mm-hmm. like everybody trying to find their way, everybody trying to find what works for them, and sometimes people find the wrong shit, and we and we tend to give tons of light to people that find all the wrong shit. But those are out here like actually like trying and trying to do the right shit and like trying to make something themselves. Those are the people that like we kind of pay dust to. So I just been like trying to like kind of disrespect people for where they are in their own journey because I don't know what their journey was before this. I don't know what their journey might be or might have been on Earth number two. Or like, and now they're here just trying it, trying a new way. So, oh, hi, I'm Ken Lush. I think you said your name and then I kept talking. No, we didn't introduce ourselves, Uh but I'm Blackberry. But yeah, I do agree. Um, I am definitely like on the wave of, I wouldn't call it a wave, but I'm in the understanding that everybody has a unique individualized experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's okay. And like, everybody's not supposed to think the same way or have the same ideas. And the the sooner everybody realizes that they're not fucking special and that we're all going to do the same thing at the end of this thing called life, die. I think everybody will calm the fuck down. The problem is nobody wants to think that way. Like, I just always feel like the older I get, the more I realize it's just like it does nothing. I've said it on this show before, and it sounds like morbid and just like some, it could be twisted into a negative way. But when you think about it, nothing fucking matters. You're going to fucking die. You might as well live your life while you're here. Enjoy what is going on. Stop trying to control shit that you can't control because you can't control most shit that goes on. So why I, don't you just have a fucking move, seat and calm the fuck move down? Move your mic bitch. thing off your hoodie because you're going to you're gonna not like that. Okay. Well, this is not this is not being recorded. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Um, I didn't want to yeah. make sure. But I'll, I know that probably sounds bad to you, so I just no. It, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I I can ignore. It. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't picking up on the microphone. But yeah, like you're saying, like 
I feel like we all have like our own assigned path and our own assigned like destiny. And sometimes we try to like to fit everybody into the same path. And that's where I feel like we go wrong with like trying to get to know people and trying to like talk to people. And so like, like it led me to think like earlier, like I feel like a lot of guys try to approach me in a way where it's like they talk to me and treat me how they treat every other guy they talk to. And it's like, as I've gotten older and now that I'm like 23, I always like try to like understand where somebody's at and meet them where they're at when trying to get to know me. But it's like, people don't also take that same breath and like that same actualization and like realization and all that shit of like trying to like get to know me. Like, like I feel like we, we try to box people in so tough. Like we try to, we try to make everybody fit how what we are and what we do. So it led me to think about like, how do guys like approach you now? And are you are you receptive to how they approach you, or do you like how do you prefer it? So I already <laughs> know. I'm trying to control myself because my camera. I know. Does, I already know. It keeps falling. If you're watching this on YouTube, I am. You deal with it, bitch. We ain't got no money yet. Wait a minute. Um, I didn't think you're about to say that. <laughs> guys don't approach me. Um, and, and most guys just like I, I, I like they like it's it's more so on like a oh like I like you I'm like you're cool like I would freak on you etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Do you like that? And it just ends there. Um, I don't really care because I don't put any t- any stock into anything a man says. So like right. none of it really means anything to me. But it never goes anywhere. It's never like oh I want to take you on a date and get to know you. It's like. Oh, like I don't want to talk I would about do dates. so many things to you. I don't want to talk about dates for the next decade. Okay, I don't want to hear about dates. I don't want to talk about dates. My coworker said McDonald's is a date if you like it. My coworker said McDonald's is not a good first date, and I was like, I didn't get a chance to ask him more, but I'm just like, whatever. But I don't want to talk about it. And we and I I'm ready to argue about it again. Honestly, I know you are. But... Could you try too early this week? <laughs> I was sitting I was sitting at work and all of a sudden I like we somehow veered onto this path of talking about dates all fucking over. And I did come to realization. Okay, I don't I don't think I would want to go to McDonald's on a first date. But I would want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings still, and then I would still want to go like I like like it's just like McDonald's no. Because, first of all, I realized I don't really eat anything from McDonald's except for filet of fish but I get extra tartar, no cheese, if you wanna, if you try to take me on a date to McDonald's, that's my order. And a large fry, no drink, because I usually drink water. So, yeah, so if you wanna take me to McDonald's, I like a filet of fish but I would not prefer that. I prefer Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm, guys, don't, is... guys don't approach me at all, though. Like, like okay. well, I posted on, uh, I posted on, like, Instagram, I was like, Am I scary? Why don't guys ever try to talk to me? And of course, the one guy that tried to talk to me replied like, mm-hmm. And I'm just like, first of all, sir, I met him. Like, I legit I legit gave him my number. He asked for my number. And I was like, okay, guys never asked for my number. I'm going to respect you and give you my number. So I gave him my number on Sunday. And like, text message three, he was calling me his husband. <laughs> That's like that's a turnoff. That's the killer. Yeah, that's weird to me. Like that's intense. I don't appreciate that. And I feel like guys always like like even this other Aquarius that's like texting me. He texts me at like 
the same time every day. Like it's like four a.m. It's four a.m. my time. It's so, my level one Okay, and so I, we sing a lot on this podcast, but like, oh, bitch. Okay, but like, so he, like, like I don't feel like guys know how to approach. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply normal people who think properly and like aren't like like i feel like i feel like we come off hella sex crave we come off like like we're dick destroyed we are but i feel like there's we're multifaceted as well <laughs> like there's so much more to us than just dick like we're actually like thinking smart human beings and i feel like guys hate addressing that and hate thinking about that because then it's like damn i actually really have to put in some effort and like trying to get to know them or damn, I can't just fuck and just go about my day. I mean, you can if if you meet the requirements, but like like guys always try like to box me in, and I hate that. Like like get to know me. Like I don't want you to repeat lines that you've told five other bitches on Twitter. I don't I I can and I can always tell that shit. Cause I'm like, how does that relate to me? Like how how does you saying this relate to me? Like how are you trying to force me to be this person? Like one guy messaged me. He was like. We're going to play this game. I don't even play that game. What do you mean? Like, how are you trying to make me do this? Well, my other... I don't care what your other friends do. And so, I like, I've been having, like, a real problem with guys just, like, approaching me. And I'll approach a guy first, though. But that's another thing. Yeah, I don't really have any, like... I don't know. I, 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 obviously, there's some sort of energy that is being given off that says, hey, I'm going to fuck when it's, like... I don't always want to fuck. I rarely want to fuck. And um, that doesn't mean you're going to get to fuck just because I talk about fucking. And, you know, I'm a very sexual person. But that doesn't mean I'm going to fuck every Tom, Dick, and Harry who wants to. Like, I'm not a prostitute. Like, what do you think this is? But also, it's like, I don't really care. Because I don't really want to talk to nobody no way. So, it's like, fine. Or you're back in that zone. You want want to be... I mean, I was never out of that zone. Mm -hmm. But... Um, and I'm not, oh, I'm not closed off to being out of that zone, but like, I don't, it's not, it's never been a desire for me. And you know what the problem I have often is like, I tell people that dating is like not a priority for me. It's not something like I sit around and think about all day. I don't dream of having a man. Like I don't dream of a relationship. I'm open to those things, but it's not something on my bucket list. Like, I could live my life without it. And when I say that to people, they think it sounds like, 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 like sad. And it's like, okay, I was having a discussion with, with a friend and, um, I was telling him like, I really just don't, that part of me has just like never been there. Like I've never just like craved it, which explains why I've never been in a relationship because it's very easy for me to be like, okay, this is not working. I'm done here. Like we can just move on. Um, so do you feel like you're the problem? I feel like I'm part of the problem, but I also feel like it's not a problem for me to not want a relationship. Like 
not that I don't want a relationship and I hate and I don't want to be saying that because I don't want to just like be blocking any blessings but it's just like that's not something I think about I think about like peace on earth (laughs) in my life you know what I'm saying I think about like what I'm going to be doing in 60 years I'm not thinking about like am I gonna have a man in 60 years like I I have enough love in my life and I I'm probably gonna be like you know one of those people who dates around but never really has a man because I just don't see it for me like if it happens what, you know, what? I welcome it, Lord. But like, I'm not like. Besides not ever like seeing it for yourself, like what makes you not see it for yourself? Like I've like I personally like like now like like just to expound on that question. Like I personally, I don't want. I can't see myself in a relationship right now, only because I'm I I don't have anybody in my life or in my circle or around me that I would actually take serious enough to date. But mm-hmm. I feel like if the right guy came along and it made sense, I would be open to dating them. Are you in that same mm-hmm. boat where if it makes sense, you would date them? Or are you in that... Or, yeah. or are you like... Because it almost sounds like even if... You, it sounds like I don't want it. Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I so. want to be an old evil bitch. No, yeah, that's, that's what it what sounds like. Okay, well, that's not... that, And I can and I get why it be coming off that way. And I also understand that that turns a lot of guys off. That's fine. That means you don't need to be with me no way because you don't understand. But it's like, I'm not saying I don't want those things, but I'm saying I don't crave those things. And I know that I'm going to not crumble up and die if I don't achieve those things because right. they're not like achievements for me. Right. I I, I think I might have been talking to you or I might be talking to somebody else, but I feel like a big thing about like love and loving someone else it's almost like how you like the way you were raised or like or like how you were like shown love and like how you like understand love and, and, and accept love. Because I personally I feel like like I feel like I might have mentioned on a podcast before, but whatever, because we get new listeners all the fucking time. But I feel like one of the main things that was like a huge issue in all of my last relationships were that we loved and we this smoke is like all in the fuck camera. We loved and we understood and we accepted love way different than each other. So my way of showing love was way different than their way of receiving love. Like, um, I always think about the fact of, like, my mom and my dad were just very just like, what's going on? Talk to us. Like, what? Like, tell me, tell me this. And it's like you, I was forced, like, almost from, like, a young age to just be hyper communicative about how I'm feeling and what I'm not feeling. And a lot of people aren't used to that. They're used to the fucking way opposite. And so it's like with me, like in every situation, I'll always just be like, so what's going on? Talk to me. And when you're not used to that and you're not used to people actually being receptive of emotions and feelings and all that shit, you kind of put up a wall between your feelings and their feelings, even if you are together, because you can't really process why someone would care so much about your emotions or feelings enough to actually make, give a fuck or make a difference in how you're feeling. And so I feel like when you go into situations, like even like like me, like like right now, I'm like, I'm receptive to guys, but I'm also just very just like cautious about what do you want from me? Like, what do you want? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Yeah, that's a bop. But it's just like, I'm very just like cautious. And I feel like I attract guys who don't 
Like I like every fucking guy, whether it's now or when I was younger, whenever, so forth and so on. Like every guy that I attracted was the polar opposite of how I show love. And I'm like, damn, am, am I that person who's just like, 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 you know, like they like some people are healers and some people are hurt or so forth and so on. Like, like, I feel like I'm a healer and I attract a lot of hurt people that I try to heal. That's and the that, broken bird syndrome. Yeah, and that and that's that's crazy. And I hate it. I like legit, like even now, like I keep meeting guys and I'm just like, I really see the fucking diamond that you are. And I like and like I try to speak that like that mindset of who they are and what they could be into their lives. And I try like to do that. And some people just aren't receptive to it. So it just made me like, I don't know, I'm just really cautious. I'm really, I'm really just like, I don't know, I don't know where I fit in. I do think there's a difference between being receptive and like just not needing as much of it as somebody else. Mm. I was listening to um, some like relationship guy on some podcast. I don't even remember his name. I wish I could so I can just like send y'all to what he actually said. But he was saying like most people think like communication is just like verbal. It's just like people are communicating with you all the time yes. even if they're not saying anything 100 so when people say they're like having like communication issues and stuff like that it's like but are you like are you reading your partner like some people are it's like not easy for everybody to just like come out and say stuff yeah so i feel like most people get stuck in that part where it's like oh he's not communicating with me and it's like well he is he's just not saying words that you need to understand but like maybe you need to kind of meet him meet this person halfway like i think some yeah a lot of the times even for me like in my past relationships is like relationships it's like um most guys are just like yeah i don't know like i don't i i you're not get like i don't have a scent like i'm not um you're hard easy to, read. to read yes you know what i'm saying so it's like but that in itself, to me, is not a reason to, like, give up on somebody. I don't think. I, don't, I feel like people should extend more grace to people who don't have the same communication style as them. That don't mean sit around and be miserable because, you know, you're not connecting with your partner. But, you know, if you like somebody enough. You'll try. Try to meet them halfway. And it's that hard. goes for the the other way too, because it's like I had to learn that just because I'm used to being like closed off and not needing as much communication doesn't mean that I just can forego doing that shit. Like I still have to like be an active participant if I'm going to be dating somebody. I can't just be a fucking starfish. I think I think that's really important that you stated that because I feel like that's a big part that's missing in a lot of relationships nowadays is that people aren't receptive to their part in situations and people aren't receptive to the fact of like i have to put in just as much effort like like i know i don't want to talk to somebody every day like i legit i like i i can't but for the other person that might mean a little bit more or like they might yeah. be going through something and it's just like they don't verbalize it in a way that's like you said like like you talk to people you deal with people all the time and they don't necessarily like say, hey, I have this going on and I kind of need this. They show it in other ways. So whether they pull back or whether they're just like like meaner or shit like that. Like that's how I was, I'm always able to know like, like, like 
I was taught very young. Like, my mom, I know I mean, I get my mom a lot of props on this fucking podcast because my mom has instilled so much wisdom in me when it comes to dealing with people because she forced me to fucking deal with people at the age of two. At the age of two, I was, like, in, like, school already. Like, I was in pre-K, and I was, like, in daycare, and I was, like, summer school, and, like, like my mom, like, I know I talk about my mom in meetings all the time. My mom would go on meetings, and she would have me go to the meetings with her, and just, like, like, I was always in an environment where it was just, like, I always found it beneficial to listen to nonverbal communication a lot more than the, the things that people are saying. So, like, when somebody's, like, like, I, like, body language is so important in general because, like, a lot of times we'd be, like, yeah, this person feels this way about me or this person feels that way about, about me. And then their body language and everything is literally just, literally just telling you the reality of the situation. But we're too focused on, like, fucking, like, trying to, like, feed our ego and what we feel we make somebody feel. And it's just, like, that's not how it fucking works. So, like... Once you get to the realization of, like, how much power you have in controlling someone else's energy, I feel like it makes a real big difference in how you approach or even deal with people, like, all together. It's definitely weird, though, because, like, in the date, I don't even know what the dating landscape is. Terrible. I haven't been on a date, haven't been, I have been asked out on dates, and the dates flake on me, which is very strange, because, like, you... You came into my home and I apologized. <laughs> um, so it's like, I don't, I, the thing for me is just like, don't waste my time. Yeah. That's always the number one thing. But number two, don't think I'm dumb. Like that be the thing because guys think they can pull like these yes. same tricks on you that they pulled on every other bitch. Yes. It's like, so, I yeah. already see what you're doing and I'm already out of here. You need to go like, practice more because what you're trying to do is not fucking working it and i had that thought earlier this week and it led me to get to think about myself and i'm like am i that damaged that i read into shit and i think it's something that it could not be because like like i feel like a lot of times like like i like and i and i'm and i'm trying to break this habit i'm so glad we're talking about this because i mention this all the fucking time i feel like i have a very bad habit of telling of like telling guys I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid and I, and like I'm saying it to, to to let them know please don't treat me like I'm stupid. Please don't try to like to like fucking do the things that you normally do cuz it's not necessary. And I always try to tell guys like dealing with me like you get so much further with me just being like the the, the worst human being that you could possibly fucking ever be cuz once again the healer in me is like, I see what you're really trying to do. Like, I see what, I see the intent behind your actions. I see the intent behind this. Like, like I'm very like, and that, and that could be me. I can just be super like fucking stupid. But I feel like there's times where I do something or I say something or I act a certain way where I wish that same grace was given to me. Or I wish that same understanding was given to me. And a lot of times I'm like, like, like if I'm dealing with a guy like, a guy say something sweet or something nice and I'll just be like, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Like, what script is this from? And it's like, what if he's really feeling this way? Am I that damaged that I'm just like... See, I don't you? feel that way when guys are, like, saying, like, sweet things. Is more... I'm not, like, skeptical of, like, what they're saying is, like, true to them. Like, that's fine. Because you yeah, might I, I know what I'm you're saying. I know, I, what can you like, say? I know, I know, I know all that. I, I know I 
should be a sugar mama. Like I know, but f- but for me is like okay, and what else? Because that that is not how you're gonna get to me just by like gassing my head up. Because it's like that doesn't mean anything to me. What what else is going on? Tell me tell me tell me something else. The problem is for me though. It's just like um, I'm so unmoved by virtually everything it's gonna be kind of hard for anybody to do anything that i am receptive of because it's because it's, it's like i don't have to so it's like yeah oh i don't know i get i mean i gotta get out of that eventually i like i guess I, but i it's feel like, like you're so afraid of being dependent on someone sometimes no I, no, listen, hear me out. I feel like you're so afraid of being dependent <laughs> on somebody sometimes because you've been independent for so long. So the thought of like actually needing somebody around or like wanting somebody around, that's a foreign concept because it's just like, why the fuck would I need you? Like, why the fuck do I want you around? Because you've never had to find value in having someone else around in your life. Is that a thing though? Because I yeah. hear people say, like, I hear like... I, I mostly hear straight men say this, like they want to feel needed in a relationship. Yeah. I'm the same what way. What the fuck does that even mean? I know what it means exactly. So with me, Tell the I, cast. I, I, I like, and I was tuning about this last night. Like, like I am so like my man, my man, my man. I'm like your number one cheerleader. I'm your ride or die. I'm everything that you need. But I need to know that you respect and appreciate the fact that I'm everything that you need. I, I, I want to feel like 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 I want to feel like everything that I that I'm willing to do for you and everything that I've done so far for you isn't taken for granted or it's not just like something that you're just like well you're supposed to do that I'm not supposed to do shit but fucking die and go to Earth number nine hundred and forty two, bitch. So don't ever get it twisted. And so it, I feel like like for me like like I break my neck for like if I'm dating you. You don't have to worry about shit. And I and I make this very clear. Like, I'm very just, like, forefront about this. Like, if you need something, I'll figure out how we can do it. But I need to make sure that you're putting in that effort. I need to make sure that you're putting that energy into me to make me feel like you appreciate it. And guys Definitely going to need that reciprocity, babe. Yeah, and they don't do that. And guys don't want to do that nowadays. Because, like, like rather we believe... Like, I hate to admit this. Ugh, I'm not giving... Tops have been been through some shit too. Like like they've been like they've been tortured. They've been like they've been like uh yeah. But I'm like I'm like same breath. I'm always like fuck them. But it's, but in the same breath, it's like I know like I'm in a lot of close friends. I know how my sister in, in purses move. So I know like sometimes what it gives and what they experience. And so it's just kind of like like I can understand a guy just being like like and and I feel like sometimes when I say this, it's just like. It's such pick me energy, and it's not. It is. It is not being a pick me. It's just like I'm one of the people. I see all sides of the coin. I see both sides, like Chanel. Like I see it all. Like I see. Like I see. I see it. And so it's just kind of like sometimes I'm like, I guess you can act this way because I know if I had been through a situation similar to anything that you probably been through, I would probably act that way. But that's also once again me being like, I want to be treated. Or I want to be. I want people to treat me how I treat them. So I don't know. I think all in all, it just takes a lot of patience to be in a relationship, and I don't know if I have that muscle in me yet. 
that's not to say that I can't find a muscle if somebody if I like somebody enough. I was gonna say I was gonna say like any muscle you have to train it for it to actually grow. Exactly. And that be my thing. Nobody wants to like let me work out the kinks. They See, just wanna be like, you know what? I'm done here. Either that or they do something that's make me like, you know what? You've reached strike number three. You didn't even know there was a one and two. At this point, you're out. You're done, buddy. Fuck out of here. You're just, you're over. So it's like, I don't know. I, I do need therapy, but I also just need like practice. But I also, I say I need practice, but then I don't want to go on no dates. I don't want to talk to anybody. So it's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't respond to DMs. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You're, you're, but you're one of those people, it's just like, I feel you kind of like, you just have to catch me when I'm hot. Like that's just yes, what it like, is. Like you're so wishy washy with ever. Like when it comes to like emotional, like anything dealing with communication, all this shit, you have to catch you. Like that's why, like I'll when you check, me. when you text me, oh baby, I'm sending all those texts, baby, because I don't know when I'm going to get another reply. And yeah, so and then you text me like 15 times in yes, 30 seconds. I have yes, to put my phone on do not disturb because yes, now I'm annoyed. Yes. <laughs> I have to. But then the thing is, it's like, but that's just how I am. I'm like, like I'm very just like. If I have somebody and I know I have you, I'm going to give you every little thing in that little window of time that I have you for. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I, you never know. Like, you never know what type of energy somebody's needing in their day. Like, like th- I'm definitely that way with my friends and family. Yeah. Like, I've learned that, like, because I'm a homebody, I want to be in the house most of the time. But I've learned that, like, you know, if your friends are inviting you out, it's because they want to spend time with you. It's not because they just, you know, need a hang along. But if they're your real friend, they want to hang out with you. And they might need that to recharge themselves. I don't personally need that all the time. What? It's always the times when I need recharging with my friends that they're unavail- unavailable. And then I'd be like, this is why I don't fuck with nobody now. And I was about and to say that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like and, it, and it becomes a cycle. Because yeah. because it's like when you make yourself so unavailable to people, everybody's like, I don't want to bother him no way. So yeah, it's like, and so then you can't really just you can't really be like, well, I like fuck you bitches now because y'all wasn't. But available that when bothers I was available. me because it's like you should know how I am by now. But you should know how we are by now. You you do. You're very like, and I'll give you that. I'll and I will give you that. You're very like cognizant of your friends. You know how we are. You know, like, like how we move. Like, you know, you know us, and so like I'm wh- very malleable. But and I and I will say most of my friends like get it. I do have a friend who is like I don't want to say like needy, but he's more needy than me in the relationship. <laughs> and I'd be like, girl, I I've been with you for five hours. I'm ready to go. We're done, and yeah. I will see you another time. But it's like. I have a confession. That's not fair, and I always recognize that that's not fair, but it's okay. I'll I'll work on it. I have really bad anxiety issues about hanging with somebody and them not knowing when to go away. Like 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 my max social meter meter is probably like three hours, unless I really really I have to really really enjoy you. Then you could just like move in my skin. But other yeah, than like having fun, it's like yeah, fun. yeah. Other than that, I'm just like I really like I'm very just like eh, battery is dead. You know, like you know, like when you randomly on your phone and it go from like fifty to like now it's on four percent. That's me all the time. And then I'm just kind of like 
Speaking of my phone, I was in the middle of a phone sex session and my battery was dying. I heard you set some tones this weekend. And so my battery was dying and I was trying to charge it mm-hmm. and it just wouldn't charge. Like okay. Would not charge. I literally okay, bitch, was like, you deviated from what I was saying like and then you made a face when I deviated from what you were saying. No, because I was trying, I was, can I finish my story about my phone not charging? Like what happened? Yeah. We don't care about that. We want to get to the toes. I did suck some toes this weekend. It wasn't nothing spectacular. Nothing else happened. Like, like, um, but that's hot though. Like, bitch, you it? are, you are so glossy. You are such a glossy bitch. And I hate that about you. You gloss over the shit that people want to hear about. Like, 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 even when you tell details, you don't tell the good details. Like, there's t- no details. Okay, so I was at my friend's house having a little, you know, a little sip. We were playing a little game. What game? Um, this guy was also out. He was like, you know, you should have came to this party with me. I'm like, you know, we we're just texting or whatever. And I'm like, well, I was leaving my friend's house. So I'm like, I'm going to pull up on you because you're closer to my friend than you are to my home. So I travel over there and then I get there and he's not there because he's getting food and I'm waiting and I'm like, I'm going to go home. And then he's like, as soon as I leave, he's like, well, where are you? Where are you? I'm like, I'm going home. And he's like, I'm coming. And so I turn around like a dummy. I do. Yes. I I hate that. Like you're wasting my gas. Yes, like, this is crazy. And then you be over, so you be ready to go. Like fuck it, whatever. And then you like, I mean, I came this far. Right. That's the whole thing. It's like I have to drive all the way home. I might as well, you know, whatever. Um, but it was cool. We we just that's hot. It up. His toes ended up in my mouth. Did you make um, the move? How did like how did it for like I'm always curious like with you, like how does. Shit progressed. Um, it started off as a foot rub, you know. You are such a slut. That's the easy way in. Like, you want a foot rub? <laughs> That's the gateway drug. <laughs> That's the gateway drug to fuck so much. Right where I need you. And you what he that. he was just like he was just like yeah. I mean, pretty much, I sucked his toes. So yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, was he like did like did you know he was a foot guy or like he's not a foot guy? Bro. Oh, that that makes it hotter. Everybody's a foot guy with me. That's the thing. Come on, bitch. Come on. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's like that's like when I be like like I can make any nigga nut. Like like yeah, you can like I can suck any toe. Just give me a just give me the window. I like that. That's hot. Um yeah, we didn't do nothing. I woke up at his house, which was startling to me. I was like, why am I not in my bed? This is insane. I'm going home. And I got up at like nine a.m. and I was like, I'm out of here, buddy. Um, because I apparently I fell asleep on him and like was like drooling. Oh, that's cute. And instead of waking me up, he just let me lay there. I you was are... like, that's weird. Bitch, that's not weird. That's cute. That's see, not, no, you're fu- I, see, no. you're fucked up in the head, bitch. You're fucked up in the head. Like, because I want to be in my bed at the end of the night. Well, girl, you're know. not. And that guy let you sleep peacefully on his shoulder, drooling. That's sweet, bitch. That's no, cute. No, I fell asleep on his stomach on the couch, and when That's I hotter. woke up, I was on the couch by myself. Oh, he went in his bed. I guess I don't know what transpired between the time that I was asleep. So. Oh, well, that's hot. That's really cute, though. I'm ha- I'm happy for you. Don't try to make it romantic. He's not dateable. So. I didn't say it was romantic. I said it was cute. Oh, okay. 
Bitch, I didn't say it was romantic. You said that. See, when bitches try well, to box, when bitches try to box you into what they think you thinking, and instead of listening to what you really saying. Well, yeah. speaking of people saying what they really saying and standing on what they say, Ebony K. Williams, I really wanted to talk about this. She said she not dating no bus driver. And, you know, she is, for those of you who don't know, Ebony K. Williams is a, she's an attorney. She's like a TV personality. She's like, she was the, she was the first black housewife on Real Housewives of New, New York. York. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. She got the show canceled. She, Essentially, yes. Um, and uh, so she was doing an interview with Ayala Van Zandt, and she was saying that Ayala asked her, would you date a bus driver? And she said, if he owned the bus. Um, and so I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Like, what do you have, like, job requirements? Are you dating a bus driver? Are people who do, like, those types of jobs dateable? Yeah. I feel like who am I really like I'm not I'm not in her position really to ever be like I will never date this type of guy like I would date a drug dealer just as quick I would date a doctor like I feel like as long as you have like motion about yourself as long as you have like money steady I know how it feels to date a broke ass nigga so yes I would date the fucking drug dealer yes I would date the fucking bus driver yes I would date the guy working at Walgreens I'm not too good for that shit because I know like I am too good for a drug dealer no like why why no, I I like because I'm always find, find you something else. Now you can deal me the drugs, but I'm not gonna be dating you. Why? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm Why not am I'm, I getting involved I'm, in this lifestyle? I'm not. You're not getting like like that doesn't mean anything. Like you could date. Okay, a dr- so if he get pulled over and he got seventeen hundred pounds of weed in the trunk, mm-hmm. and we go down, is we going down together? Because I'm snitching. Because first of all, bitch, why do you think that a guy that actually cares about you in a relationship with that is a drug dealer will put you in that position? I just well, I seen the movies and that's what they do. So see, and that's and that's like I like I like that is like one of my biggest pet peeves when the gays are like like I would never date a drug. I'm too good. Oh to girl, date a- stop pushing this trade agenda on me. I don't want to date no drug dealer, and that's fine. So are you saying only like gays don't deal drugs? I'm saying I'm not dating a drug dealer. Find you something else to do if you want to date me. Oh, so you so you wouldn't date the bus driver then? Because basically, a bus driver. I would date the bus driver. The bus driver is a job. Drug dealer is a criminal thing. For Ebony K. Williams, she would consider the bus driver in comparison to the drug dealer. She would, because status. She wouldn't consider either, according to her statement. Exactly, and I'm saying, like the bus driver is your drug dealer. You wouldn't date him because he doesn't meet your requirements. I don't really have requirements. You're just not going to do that and date me. And I don't think it's wrong to say that I don't want to date a fucking drug dealer. Right. <laughs> that is a very, that's an extreme, like, th- I'm not saying drug dealers are bad people. I smoke weed. I buy drugs from drug dealers. Right. I'm not going to date you because you're doing something else in life that I'm not really comfortable with getting involved with. I want to smoke my weed illegally like I am in Texas, but I don't want to be in no situation where you you let's say you did some shit like Rue did Rue did in um fucking Euphoria you stole this fucking lady money and you on the fucking run and now you how often does that happen how often does that happen like I like like I I won't say I won't say what relationship it is but somebody very close to me very influential in my life is a drug dealer and mm-hmm. I would and I would hate for like some like for somebody to be like. 
oh, I can never be with them because they're a drug dealer. That drug, those drug dealings, like, is feeding a family, okay? Like, I can, like, I can never just be like, like, oh, they're a bad person because they're a drug dealer. They're, they're, I'm, they're, like, they're, like, they're too good. Like, I'm too good for that. Did not, like, did not, did but that's not how it comes off. That. But that's how it comes and off. And that's though. the beef that people are having with Ebony K. Williams because they and, feel like, and that's why I compared saying, the two. She's saying like, um, you know, what, basically what she was saying is that like a bus driver that's like an average job. Why don't people want more for themselves, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She, and when she doubled down on it, that's when I had the problem with it because it kind of sounded like she was being like super elitist about it. She was just like, you know, like. I'm not, I feel like what she could have just said, and then we can get off of her, is just like, I don't want to date no bus driver because I make a different type of money and I need somebody who can keep up with me. I feel like she could have left it there, but then she went into like the education thing and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then when she, I'm glad, so glad we do this podcast the way we do it because she actually went on the Breakfast Club and she explained like in detail like what she was actually saying. My whole thing is, People get so offended because they act like somebody is talking about you. Who gives a fuck that Ebony K. Williams does not want to date a bus driver? Why are you so offended? Is this personally affecting you? That goes back to our conversation earlier about people feeling special in this world. Nobody gives a fucking shit about you. Nobody cares if you're a fucking bus driver. If the bitch don't want to date a bus driver, I'm not calling her a bitch, but if she don't want to date a bus driver... I'm not seeing the issue, and I'm also not seeing the issue with me not wanting. To, I knew, I knew you. You wanted, you wanted to get back to that so bad. Bitch. I want to tie it all in together because I'm not saying that drug dealers are bad people. Again, I buy drugs, but what I'm saying is I don't want to be a part of that lifestyle. You can't do anything for me, really, if you're gonna be dealing drugs. Now, when it comes to like a regular job, I don't give a fuck if you worked at Taco Bell. If you got a job. You're taking care of yourself. Well, Those they do are both. my requirements. You need to be a self-sufficient adult when you come try to date me. Other than that, goodbye. Because well, they not, do both. We're not doing that. Doing what? They work at Taco Bell and sell drugs. Why? I don't. I just don't understand where the drug dealer thing is like. Be- because it's. It's one of those things like her hard no is a bus driver. Your hard no is... Her hard no is somebody who doesn't earn as much as she does. Okay. That's her hard no. My okay. hard no is... I'm not about the hard nuts life, okay? I slow right. down when I see the police. Right. I follow the rules when I need to. Right. I'm not dating a drug dealer. Like, I don't have time for that. Right. And that's just me. And I don't want drug dealers to feel like, oh, I'm a bad person. I don't give a fuck what you do with your life. Do you. And just remember, people, you're not special. Nobody cares. So if I don't want to date a bus driver or like, oh, not a bus driver. No, because no, don't try to suck me up in that one because I would date a bus driver because they make good money by average people's standards, okay? But if somebody is a top earner, I don't I don't really see the issue with them like not wanting to date somebody who is not an equal earner. Right. I get that. I get like like I I feel like you have to date people that I don't I don't believe that. I don't I believe you can date anybody you want. I don't know. I I honestly believe like I've like I feel like I've never dated a guy that was like more on than me, more popping than me. I've never done that. Like every guy that I've been with we've either been equal or he's like 
trying to be something or trying to do something or like he had aspirations for anything. And so it's like, I can't really ever be like, oh, because you're not doing it this way or not doing it that way, you're a bad person. You can never be my type. Like, like that doesn't make sense. Like I've dated guys that have like, I've dated- It's guys. the bad person thing that's throwing me off. <laughs> but it- Because I'm not even yeah. insinuating that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm just saying like, I'm not doing that. Well, bitch, the first thing you said was why you couldn't date them was because you don't want to get pulled over and like, but that equates to them not caring enough about your safety and your security. That makes I don't know that person. about them, and I, I probably well, you won't know, find that, out. You never know. You never know where life takes you. I'm like now. You, you never, you never know. know. I could because end that's up why being a drug that's what, and I that's why have drug dealers exactly really exactly. exactly, and that's why a lot of drug dealers don't tell their partner that they actually dealing drugs, and then when you get pulled over. That's when you go to jail because you're unaware. And this stuff like uh, that, like, like people, like, like, I feel like people put such stigmatism on jobs. Like, I was even like, I started my new job this week and I was just like, do I want to, like, I don't want to tell anybody where I work at. And I, like, I just kind of want to keep it a secret. Drug dealing is not a job. <laughs> like I, we, I we have to, is. we have to be for real about certain I, stuff. I believe it is. I believe it is. I mean, you're doing work. That is not a, that is not a W-2 or a 1099 income. And I don't really, I'm not really like, I, look, this, and the, the reason I brought this up, because we did talk about like, don't take me to McDonald's, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I know the girls, you know, they was mad at me because I said I'm too good for a McDonald's date. I am, and I'm too standing Too good for there. McDonald's, too good for drug dealers. Woo, baby, you are just, oh, elitist. I we, don't you feel are like, the, Black, okay, we Blackberry are really going to have to unpack this Blackberry right K. Williams. Now. Blackberry K. I Williams. I am not too good for anything, but there are things you don't need in your, why would you date somebody who has the propensity to go to prison for the job that they Anybody do? can go to prison. I'm anything, not going to prison any, for working down at the Target. Anything, I'm not going you never, to prison you, for you, you never know. They, Why would people, I get arrested for working at you Target? You never. I'm just saying, people go to jail for all types of shit. It doesn't You're have to, never going to get arrested for you, having you a job at Target unless you know. steal from you a job never, or shoot you somebody never, you or never choke a customer. At the end of the day, working at Walmart. At the end of the day, you are just like you said earlier. You are not special. What makes you think you are too special not to go to jail? Get blamed for something. You can get blamed. You could You could get blamed for something. You okay? You, we're you, moving the goalposts. What I'm saying is, I'm not dating a drug dealer, and I don't see the issue. Well, the thing is, that's your choice. Just like Ebony K. Williams does not want to date a bus the bus driver, or whatever, because she does but not because it does what? not fit into what her life is. Period. I do have a question. I do want to know though. Like, is it fair to say like I don't want to date somebody? I'm not saying this for me, but I don't want to date somebody at Taco Bell who's been at Taco Bell for five years. I feel like if your life has gotten to the point of you have perpetual amounts of money, you you are just set in even in no, I I no, I can't. Like I'm trying to make sense of it in my head and like make So it, you are you saying you can't date a Taco Bell? I feel like you can't I feel like you can. I feel like as long as someone has valid money coming in, they are dateable. As long as they're not out there killing folks raping folks murdering folks like there are people who have bit like there are people who have like nine figure jobs who do some fucked up shit and you will quickly date them before you date a drug dealer who ain't doing shit i do want to point out that you did use the word valid and drug dealer money is not valid by it is valid standards. money 
So like, I'm just, I'm just saying. But but there are, but there are CEOs in companies raping people. There are CEOs in companies doing under table deals. Is that? But they're still making money off of those deals that they're making that are undercut deals. This is the reality of the situation. And you're saying that their their money is more valid because they're sitting in a high office desk doing the wrong shit. You just put words in my mouth that didn't say said nothing but, about a CEO. But what you I said nothing what, about no bitch what, that's I, making a whole bunch I'm of money. I said, but you don't want to come to the realization I'm making fucking sense. Because the thing is, you just said that their job was not valid because they hey. do not have a W-2. A W-2 is claiming hey. the money that you have made for the year. The W-2 is claiming that money. And what I'm saying is there are CEOs. But you can't claim but, drug but, dealer money. That's but, what and I'm you saying. Can, and what I'm saying is there are CEOs in office buildings who who do W-2s, who are stealing money still. I'm not dating them people either. Do you but see me dating them? But what I'm, a, okay, a so cook. you don't, so, so what, like what I'm saying, but you're missing the point purposely. And that, like what that I'm is what's bothering is, me. I'm not going to go into a situation with a drug dealer. If I end up in a relationship with a CEO and I found like, found out this bitch a crook, then I'm going to leave the bitch. That's, that's a different What story. if you don't find you don't out though? A situation but what if you don't find out? Unless you want to just care. You, you don't always find out though. I just. But you're making them okay, less valid. Okay, and then that means I don't know. Exactly. That's, and what I'm saying is, legit, you're making them stealing money more valid than a fucking drug dealer doing this, minor shit. This is the, the the argument that was being had with the Ebony K. Williams situation because And that's why I called you Blackberry K. Williams. Everybody was pushing these other arguments into her argument and it's like, she's not even talking about oh. this other shit. She says she don't want to date a fucking bus driver. I get what you're saying. You could find out like a bitch that owned fucking Walmart is a crook. Okay, you find that out and then what? That's a different story from going into a situation with a crook that you know is a crook. That's right. a totally different thing. Right. So are you going? Are you? Are, so you're leaving the CEO that you've been with for a half? Why are we talking about CEOs? Because that come okay, from? let's talk. Okay, let me. Th- you're leaving a bus driver. Let's talk about the bus driver. You're leaving a bus driver that's you? doing illegal shit. I'm I'm bringing it back around now to what you're talking okay. about, so you can stay focused, so you won't keep talking about the CEO. I'm now. focused. I know okay, what I'm saying. So let's say so the bus driver. So you're finding out the bus driver is using his fucking bus to do illegal shit, and you've been with him for years. Are you He's leaving him done. now? He's done. I'm not I don't, a psychic. I, I don't. don't think, I don't, I don't know, think that's realistic. I don't. I don't. I don't I think that's realistic. The future. Okay, and you have your opinions, and I'm right. not dating a drug dealer. That's why. I don't that's why I said I don't think that's realistic. I didn't see. I didn't say I don't think that's realistic for both. And I don't I think, think it's I don't realistic, think realistic to go into a a, a full blown relationship with a drug dealer. You dad. never know what happens. Like life happens. I mean, Sometimes you can fall some, in love some, with anybody. Yes. Back to the original point. I don't really have a like besides a drug dealer. I don't really care what you do for a living. Just right. have a job. Don't be at home with grandma at 30. Go find you an apartment. Um, I don't know. Um, and I don't I don't really have like those types of things like with like money and friendships and things like that. Don't, it's, not, it's not my business. Right. I'm, I'm, but I'm not going to get into it. Would you date a homeless person? Here. Why would I go into a relationship with a homeless person? You don't have a home. I mean, you have other things to worry about besides dating me. I'm just, I just, I just like to ask questions. Like, like I always think about like if I was in this situation, how would I feel? Like, like that's just how I. And I said if this earlier. If I was homeless, I get what you're saying. But if I was homeless, my last priority would be finding a man. I would be like, let's find the job, let's find housing, let's find bus fare. But that doesn't always work out. And that's their business, but I'm not gonna go into a relationship with a homeless person. I'm just not gonna do it. Right. I'm not raising any other people. This is, and this is why a lot of people keep their financial situations, their living situations, 
work situation secret so that they're not feeling judged. You asked about a homeless person. I'm asking about people who have regular jobs. That's how the conversation started. Right. And we moved the goalposts to drug dealers, homeless people. Bitch, I don't like, know no bus driver. So I, can't, I, can't, I can't talk about, I can't talk about MDK women with her bus drivers. I don't, I don't know too a bus many. driver. They make okay. good money. I, w- I would date a bus driver too. And they know their way around the city. So. I don't take buses, so. Me neither. And that's, that's another thing. I was just like, why is everybody so mad because she don't want to date the CTA driver? Like, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Who Where knows? are you going? What happened to love? Everybody wants a fucking business partner. I want to grow with my partner. I want us to like be moguls. It's like, do you want love, bitch, or what? I want both. I want, I want, I want my man to be a boss in every which way of the of the word. So would you date a homeless person? I feel like if he kept a secret from me, yeah. I feel like I've dated homeless. I feel like I've dated niggas who are worse than homeless already. So yes, <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I feel like. You never know. Like, I'm honestly in a place right now where I've had guys who have everything. I've dated guys who have nothing. And they both bring about the same amount to the table for me. So if you're bringing something, if you're bringing something to the table that I can tangibly feel that's different, I'll be open to it. I, would, I, I, I don't see why I would just be like a hard no on it. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been put in that situation. Yeah, nothing nothing like, in my life is a hard no because I... Why are you trying to talk to me when you don't have a home? You get, Find one. If you're living on a street, like, like, find one. Go okay. stay in a shelter. Go we'll stay be transparent. family member. We'll be transparent. I haven't had a job in well, probably about like almost a year now. And every time a guy would ask me about like what I do for a living, I would be like, I podcast. This is what I do all night. Like, this is what I do. And so it's like, like thinking about a guy being like, oh, he don't have a job. I would never date him. Ew. Like, that makes me feel like, like, bitch, why not? I get more money than you still, bitch. So what do you mean? And it's just like, how? So like, 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 it always makes me think like, what makes somebody too good to date somebody who's loving them? Like, like that actually gives a fuck about you. Like, you get like, this person actually gives a hard fuck about you. And you're giving a hard fuck about them being like, not having a car or like so forth and so on. Like I just feel like I just feel like it's like we always crave love, but then we have stipulations on the love that we receive. Like we like we like we crave affection. I don't think there's anything wrong with having like standards, a, a litmus. Like I, me personally, I, it's not about like whether you have a job or not, but it's like if you have a job and if you don't have a job and you're trying to date, that's my red flag because you have other shit to fucking worry about besides trying to get money What if you can't get a job? Well, you don't need to be trying to get a man is what I'm saying. You need Why to not? go work. Why? I, I, explain that for me. Why not? I just, you have other things to do besides trying to date. Like, I like, just don't know. Like, I, me personally, I am not in the position where I'm like making a whole lot of money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I have never felt even emotionally inclined to entertain anybody when I was out of a job or when I was like way behind on bills and stuff. That's the last thing on my mind. So if a guy who comes to me and explains his situation to me and say, oh, I've been out of a job for a year, like you said, or whatever, and you know, I wanna get to know you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, okay. We can be friends, but I need you to get your life together because I but wake what up I, every but day what if that and I person, go to work. What if that person is getting more money than you ever could touch? 
If they have money and they don't have a job, then that's different thing. But what makes that different? They still don't have a job, and you said that was the main thing. But they thing. have you, money. But I'm, I'm but, talking, but you, have a way but, of but, but wait, pause, buddy. When like, I say literally, I'm talking about literally, a job. buddy. You said that they're. You said you literally just said you're getting up every day going to work and they're not because they don't have a job. So, but but so what does it matter if they're still getting let's money? Let's say, let's say, because we don't have to be on the job thing specifically. What I'm right. saying is a person needs to be taking care of themselves. If you, let's say you are a fucking trust fund baby and you have money funneling into your account all the time and you don't have a job, that's different from somebody who is not with a home, not right. with a job, not with any responsibilities as a grown ass fucking adult. I'm 30, I'm pushing 30. I'm not dating somebody who doesn't have like, a routine in their life because right. why am I doing that? Right. Okay. I don't think it. that, and I think that's fair because it's just like if I do it, you can do it too. Now, if I'm just like you know loaded with money and I just want me a nice little piece to come and hang around with me, <laughs> bitch, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. But in the meantime, I'm getting up and I'm doing something with my life every day. The minimum you can do is do what adults do: sell Go. drugs, <laughs> sell drugs, or like. And it's not. I'm not saying. I'm not. I know how it's gonna come off. Well, I'm shaming people who don't have jobs, bitch. I'm not. I've been out of a job many times in my life. Right. It's not, so, it's I'm not at, about so that. Like, and like, I was not yeah. trying to date nobody. Is my point. But you don't. Because you you have a job. You have a job now. You're not trying to date people. So you're not a. That's you're different. Not, you're not I a good comparison was, for that. I definitely <laughs> wouldn't try to date if I didn't have a job. I've, I have a I've, priority that's not being taken care of, and dating is not that. Right. I, I get that. I get that. I feel like I feel like you're if you're if you don't have a job. You should be actively trying to look for one, and if you can't get one, that don't mean you should just die in the corner and wait for it. Wait for something to be like, well, I can't. I shouldn't do anything because I don't have a job. I, I shouldn't live life, or I shouldn't go out and like meet people. Like just because one part aspect of your life is not up to par does not mean that every other aspect of your life has to follow behind it. And I feel like a lot of times people put people in this box where you do this one thing and it is not good enough for anything else. How do you? Oh, like in that like that ties back even to what Ebony's saying. Like, like, you never fucking know. There's a lot of fucking like like and I think this is so crazy. Like people who go on reality shows, they either date another reality star person or they date the most regular people. The Rock Dwayne Johnson's wife is a fucking doctor. Like, who would think that like in like she has like, a job. I just want to point that out. She yeah, she has but she has a job, but it's in something it's in a totally different world than the Rock's job. So it's just like, like just because somebody something isn't on your earth number 972 does not mean it is not a valid thing. Like, it doesn't mean that. But it, let's a, be for real. Right. Having a different job in a different field is different from not taking care of yourself. Right. But what, but what Two I'm, different things. But what I'm comparing it to is the fact of people can come from all different aspects of life. People can come from anything and they can fulfill the need that you're missing out on. And so what if The Rock was like, I don't want to date you because you're not a celebrity. You're missing out on the love of your life based off that one simple fact. That's all I was saying. Like, like the bus driver, anything, you never, like you legit never know where your blessing can come from. And a lot of times we block our blessings by having these blinders on, on what we can get blessed by. God don't always send the, the blessing in a fucking gift wrap box. Sometimes he sends a fucking cardboard box he that, doesn't that, have that, to, but the it needs to be a box. It don't need to be paper mache. Every I feel like, like I feel like people need to be for real. It. People, I feel like people. Everybody needs to be. Everybody that's an adult, and everybody that is 
I'm talking about guys who are going to try to date me if, if anybody would dare. <laughs> I you wouldn't. Need to, you, I wouldn't either. You need to get your ass up and go get a damn job in my Whoopi Goldberg voice. Yeah. That is my requirement. And I am not going to... It's different if we in a relationship and you lose your job. It's different if you start off one way and then you trickle into like some sort of other thing. If you come to me as a person who is not being a responsible adult, well, no, I, wanna, I don't wanna say responsible because everybody's out of a job is not irresponsible, but if you're like not actively trying to work. So would you leave them thing. eventually if, it, if that didn't change? Eventually sounds like maybe this person gave up. They probably fell into a deep, dark depression. They probably can't well, yeah, find yeah. their way out of it. They probably don't know. You know, they probably need some deep-rooted therapy. Maybe there's some things I can't help them with. I don't know how that would go. I've seen how people, Sorry, yes. like, totally <laughs> transform after they lose their jobs. Like, they become totally different people. That's something different. And I haven't been in a relationship and I haven't been tested. But what I'm saying is we're not just same thing what I was saying about McDonald's. We're not going to start at the bottom of the barrel. We're just not going to start there. I don't know. Because, like, I always think about, like, Tabitha Brown and her husband and, like, how they met. And, like, you like you legit, like, that bitch was driving Lyft. And, like, like she went from Lyft to, like, making, like, money and, like, having all these deals and all this shit. So I can't, like, I can never. Say it like, with me. Say it with me. You're so close. Lift is a job. I, 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 okay. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I, um, I just always think about like, I don't know. I never want to block my blessings. I never, I never want to be like, I never want to be that person that, that people feel like they can't relate to or can't talk to or can't come to because I don't see their way as a valid way of living. I never want to be that person. Like, I feel like I've dealt with all types of people from all different walks of life. And I feel like every time I deal with somebody from a different walk of life, I learn something new that I apply to my life now. And so it's like, it's like, like, I, like, I feel like every time a situation for someone has changed, I've seen it change, change them for the good. And I've seen it change them for the worse. I've lived through situations and it's just like going from great to going to worse. And how people have b bounced back and have grown and have like literally just become superstars. I feel like I'm a superstar now. And I feel like if every time I was down or like every time I didn't like meet a requirement, like I don't I don't ever want to feel like judged for not meeting a requirement. I don't ever want to feel like of course I can't meet check everybody's boxes. Of course, given. But it's just like like but I before, feel like okay, so but I, before we get out of here because I'm, my battery is dying. I'm just going to be transparent. What Terrible. is your bottom line? Like, what is, like, what can a guy not come to you with? I mean, I don't know if I'm phrasing that right. But, like, what yeah, is, like, the bare minimum for you? Because, like, for me, the bare minimum is, like, have a job and be a nice person. <laughs> because we have to work in this world. I don't. I don't I don't I don't I don't have like a bottom line when it comes to that kind of stuff like like I feel like I feel like oh oh I know what it is like like I need like as long as you can dress we could work something out and that's usually that's usually how I feel I'm flabbergasted why I'm flabbergasted because we just went on this whole thing we just had a whole argument about have you ever have you ever met a New York nigga 
Have you ever talked to a New York nigga? Not uh, like the, like yeah, talk, like talking wise, but like yeah, that's the thing. Half them niggas are bombs. They're they're couch surfing. They have absolutely fucking nothing, but they have them? but they yes, but they have ambition. They have hustle. They can dress and they're cute. Yes, because sometimes like legit people have dreams, people have ambitions, people have that's all people have. Like like people have this drive. They just don't know how to tap into it or go about it or to make it something because if like, like I, like, I don't know. Like, I don't really, I really like, I, feel I think like that's different things because you said, uh, well, for me, that's different things because you're still couch surfing. So they don't have a home. They don't have a job. You use the word bums. And for me, a bum is I'm not dating a bum. It's just like, that's. Yeah. Yeah, that's just too far in, in the bits. Yeah, like, like if a, if like a bum it, is a bum and he's trying to date my my yeah. thing again is you need to work on yourself, beloved. Right. Like, like, yeah. Like, I would like if you're not trying to get a job, if you're not trying to like up your life, if you if you don't have ambition, if you don't have that, you're a bum to me. Like, like I like there's people with zero dollars in their pockets who have the the richest hearts and like biggest drives. They just haven't been put in a space where they could take advantage of that and make it something. I don't know. Exactly. And so, like, like yeah, for like, I'm broke, but I have a job. Like the right. floor is not in hell. Right. And when you come you to me, know. I'm not like begging for you to date me. Right. It sounds Earth. like I'm shaming people who don't have jobs. I know that's how this sounds. But I'm not. And if people, you're taking it that if anybody listening is taking it that way, not. you need to get out they're of not. your feelings and go they're get not. a fucking shot. No, I'm just playing. You need they're to get not. out of your Whoa. feelings and realize that I'm just speaking about guys who are trying to attempt to attempt to date me. It's just like right. you have other stuff to worry about. So for me, my red flag is you already don't got your priorities right. How are you gonna come to me and try to like swoon me and you don't even got your life together? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Well, we, we, we'll be talking about this in circles if we don't stop now. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The View. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. Yeah. <laughs> the visual will be up tomorrow. Yes. And next week is the 100th episode, and we're going to have fun. We're going to get down. Talk oh. about anything serious. No, it's going to be a fun episode. I'm pretty sure some drama happened this week. And then we'll talk about that. Like Twitter, I haven't, Twitter just hasn't been juicy for me lately. So there's nothing to talk about from there. I can't wait till they shut that app down. Thank you guys so Start much. Start with TikTok first. Get TikTok out of here. And we will see y'all next week. Later, Gators.